Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Madness Continues podcast. Uh, you know, I try to interview people from time to time on this podcast. It's not just a stream of consciousness rant of my deteriorating mental stability. Uh, it's also sometimes I interview people who are doing interesting things. Uh, you guys know we had Matt Baker on who made a movie. Uh, I also had on Meredith Kachel, had on John Marmish, a whole bunch of different people. But today's guest is the very talented and lovely Adrian Brandyberg. Oh my goodness, thank you so much. <laughs> You're welcome. I'm among so many talented people. <laughs> you uh you are actually. I've been pretty lucky in the number of and types of different people I've had on here. Uh we had the economist Michael Tallard on here. Oh wow. Yeah, we had uh we had John Marmish, the philosopher. He uh he wrote a book Jesus. um called uh I mean, you don't need to go into detail. The fact that he wrote a book is <laughs> He's a real enough. published philosopher. He is a real publisher. Yeah, he's got a. He's, his book is uh, laughing at laughing at nothing. Humor as a response to nihilism. Wow. Yeah, and I read the book. I got it for Chris for Christmas, kinda. And I read it, and I was like, I got to talk to this guy. So part of the reason I started this podcast was sure. just because I wanted to have a conversation with that guy. Wow. I right. So you develop an excuse yeah i was like found a way to yeah. t- <laughs> I, I messaged him and i'm like yeah i've got this podcast <laughs> yeah he's he'll, uh, if, he, if he's still listening to this he'll be very flattered to hear that oh because you didn't share that story with him no when you were i wasn't like him. i started this for you buddy <laughs> <laughs> checking his wallet and his phone like i think i should go yeah, exactly yeah no i think i'm all right thanks though brendan oh that's hilarious <laughs> that's too funny yeah, but I um I mean part of this is also I just rant on it and and this kind of thing. It's sort of like a Bill Burr outlet, but I've had a lot of fun interviewing people lately. So I mean, like that's what that's what we do for stand up. That's what we basically just, I just rant. Yeah. Or Facebook. Yeah. It's pretty much <laughs> I've stepped off of Facebook. Oh, I've I'm not gonna I don't I, wanna mention anything on there anymore. Yeah, I purely post my shows or repost something that someone took a picture of me or something, and then <laughs> I get the fuck off. off. Yeah, don't. <laughs> I am. I know everyone is tired of, like, like the inundated feeds of, like, everyone sharing their opinion. I'm tired. Yeah, of, about everything. Yeah. Here's an idea. <laughs> Just let shit happen and don't have any opinions on it. <laughs> Why do I need to see more? I don't want to see more, oh dot, dot, dot. If I see a, a post that has see more, I automatically, like, unfollow. <laughs> like, because you know there's an option on Facebook now yeah. where you can stay friends, but yeah, unfollow, unfollow the post. You're like, mute this person. I, I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't want to hear a diatribe of, like, what you feel about. I don't care. Yeah. This is the reason I don't watch the news. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I... You know, I listen, I I read and I I listen and watch some news just to stay somewhat current. Yeah. But other than that, like, it just it's so exhausting. It's too much. It's yeah. It's too much. It's uh part of one of the sort of things I talk about on this podcast is this concept of um of future shock, mm. and like uh future shock technically means uh yeah, this is. It's hot, right? Yep. We got some tea we're trying to drink, but we got to wait till it cools down. Go ahead and stop playing. <laughs> I was going to be cool. Like, yeah, I'm listening. I'm, I'm, I'm listening. I'm paying attention. Just take this nope. drink. Nope. <laughs> uh, and it's it sucks because we're wired in now. Otherwise, I'd grab you an ice cube. No, you're good. Um, so uh, time will go by. It'll go by quickly. And yep. then you'll be like, this is already cold. We'll miss the sweet spot. I actually prefer 
I'm I'm one of those I'm one of those people that don't like super I like I love room temperature. Yeah. Everything. You like room temperature tea? Room temperature tea, room temperature like water. I hate freezing cold water. I hate what? ice water. I'm weird. I but I prefer it. When did you know you were different? When <laughs> I came out of my mother's womb and I realized that I was coming out of my mother's womb. My mother, <laughs> it was so funny. My mother said that I was the easiest baby to deal with, which was scary. Yeah. She said I, I barely cried, and when I did cry... You were just chill from the beginning. I, yeah, and I've always <laughs> been like that. I, I think my first word was probably like, chill. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, calm down, bro. It's not that serious. Chill. Everybody chill out. Chill. Chill out. Like, that's... Uh, that's just who I am. I don't you know. You are you are like that though. Like um, I should tell everybody listening who you are. A lot of my listenership is partially in India and somewhat in Jamaica. Uh, interestingly. Oh, okay. And uh, well, one welcome. one listener from Russia, mm. from the Russian Federation, which mm. we all know is Vladimir V. Putin. Big fan of the show. Of course, it's just him. Big fan of the show. Welcome. Uh, <laughs> he uh he yeah. Sooner or later, he's gonna send me a note. I'm sure. Um, so, uh, no, what I was going to say is, uh, so I should introduce you to everybody, uh, listening. Adrian Brandenburg is a, uh, very funny comedian I know from Chicago and, uh, she's also an actress. I did not know. I mean, I knew you were doing some acting, yes. but I didn't, I wasn't aware that that is now your day job. That is technically my day job. Yes. I go on auditions nearly three to four times, maybe even more a week. Yeah. And I book nearly three to four times like never i never <laughs> it's so it's so i was hanging on i no no, I, no. Been, I was about to be like holy shit no really? no no I, I i mean ultimately like a lot of actors they know like the amount of if you go on more auditions obviously you're likely to get booked, booked but yeah. the so booking the, rate uh, is ridiculous are, oh really yeah How it's low crazy is it? i book maybe 20 percent so one out of five if anything one out of five about Okay. Maybe maybe we one can do that. The, I'm not gonna lie. I do book. Don't yeah, because that's how I'm. That's so I'm cool. Staying though. alive. Yeah, but that's amazing. I didn't yeah. know that you. So what are like? How did you decide? Because the I did remember that you were at one point working in an office. Yes, uh, I worked. So I worked almost six years um, as a uh, sales analyst for a medical company. Got it. Okay. So yeah, I did that for about six years, and I also. I just want to big up that company too, a small company, but they allowed me to move around and do literally whatever I want. Like yeah. I did an internship while I was working there. Holy at, shit! At uh, NPR Vocalo. Really? I did, yeah, I did that. I for, used to intern at NPR. Yeah, I. It was so fun. That's who uh, Brian Babylon. He put me on. I oh, got it. Shout out to him. Okay. Um, that's amazing. Yeah, he. I started that, and then I worked at Comedy Bar. Um, did that janky internship as well. Oh boy! Um, <laughs> I did. No, I'm just kidding. I I I love the some of the people there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I some did, of it's great. Some of it's cool. <laughs> you know, I did that, and then um, so about almost seven, eight months ago, I got laid off. But like, also not really got laid off. Like they knew. Sure. I knew this was coming. This was kind of like a we're ready to sep go separate ways kind of a thing. Yeah, it was more so, first of all, I am I do their analytical sales there. So we were in the red for a long time. A long time. We let someone go beforehand. I knew this was coming. Got but it. they were also like, hey, I want to give you some money 
and a severance package. Yeah, and you were like, and I'll take it. Go follow your dreams. <laughs> they've already like they've purchased me, um, like acting classes. Holy shit! Yeah, it was just a really cool. This company company. loved you. I'm not gonna lie. Um, I'm pretty. I'm pretty dope. You know. (laughs) You know. I'm a pretty cool person. Okay. I love that. I was like, that place is awesome, and you're like, no, I'm awesome. No, it's (laughs) it's me. Okay. They wanted to be around me. No. Uh, But yeah, they just uh, allowed me to work freely now so now i'm this is what i do full time so that's yeah. so cool yeah it's pretty cr- it's it's super crazy i can't believe it. it's a super sc- it's scary but i'm glad that they fired me yeah I well because it freed all, it gave you the amount of time to go after oh my goodness things that you so you were were you at all terrified when they basically when they were like we of were course. letting you go yeah of course because i was so comfortable mm. you know i had a i had a, a timeline in my head an end date when i wanted to release or remove myself from this company got it from this job but obviously that's not how life works yeah so so you just had to ride you had to ride that wave when it came up then yeah i just had to i had to move on on it a little bit quicker than what i anticipated but which is fine because it's worked out because yeah now i'm i'm doing it by myself yeah like, but you're knew? but you're actually doing it do you have a do you have a, an agent or yes a, okay. i haven't i have a, an agent um, working on um, finalizing a manager, so yeah, we're yeah, I'm I'm doing all right. Yeah, you're like making it happen, man. This is so cool. It's it's cool, but like it's also you start to realize like your dreams are pretty shitty. Like, <laughs> you, <laughs> like <laughs> you start to, like no, but you just start to. Did you rea- hear that, audience? Your <laughs> dreams are shitty. Adrian Brandenburg said it here first. <laughs> Quote me on that. But no, but like. You don't really understand and realize what it takes to actually get to that point where you want to sure. be. And so it's just been a wake up call. Like, yeah, this is a love okay, go, relationship. Wait, wait, but go into that a little bit more. What do you sure. mean? It doesn't it, it 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 doesn't you're not sure what it takes to get go where you want to be. I mean, you I'm a I'm a I'm a controlling person. I'm a very analytical person uh, f- to a fault because of my job as well as who I am as a person. But um. Yeah, I plan everything out. Got I plan it. everything out, and I. You're very type A. Oh my god, I, you know. You ever I, taken the Myers Briggs? Type no, but I I know I know it, and I you're feel aware like, of it. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm very aware of it. But no, I um I had everything planned out, and I thought I I knew what I needed to do just from speaking to everyone. I had mentors. I still mm. have mentors and whatnot. Yeah, but. It doesn't go that way. Yeah. It's like it doesn't pan out the way you expect. Well, Mike Tyson has this great quote that I am very fond of, which he says, "Everybody has a plan and a fight until you get punched in the face." Whew. And there's a part of that that feels very accurate to the way that sort of life functions. Oh my gosh! I, but you know what? I wouldn't have it any other way. Yeah, I am t- petrified of how uncomfortable I am right now, but I. I appreciate not being uncomfortable because it allows me to fight or flight. Use yeah, yeah. that. Use those instincts. They say plants that are agitated the most grow the fastest. I, I and I completely agree. You're so this is interesting because um, you're. I've known you for a couple of years. Yeah. In Chicago. Yes. Uh, in the around the stand up scene, how mm-hmm. long had you been doing stand up comedy? I I started. So my first year, I never count because mm-hmm. I took a nice, I took a sabbatical like when I first started. Yeah. So I've been doing comedy for about two and a half years. Got it. 
And so, so three and a half years ago was like maybe the first time you did comedy, but that first year you're kind of like I didn't really. Do I much. don't know what I was doing. Sure. Yeah. So I I did it. I started almost three. Yeah, three and a half years ago. Um, it's and it's gonna be in October. Uh, but yeah, I didn't know what the fuck I was doing until that f- that flunky year. I was just like, I think this is. I think I'm gonna actually try something for yeah. the first time and actually put every all my efforts towards that because i i'm such a non I, non-committal person i you know i just I, i'll quit like i have no problem quitting if i <laughs> if i don't feel like yeah. it's my whole if i don't feel like i'm gonna put my whole heart into it so i'm just like uh whatever yeah. but i for some reason something clicked and i was like i think i want to do this like forever so you're the kind of personality and this makes sense i think knowing you a little bit who if you're you're either a hell yeah or like a no thank you yep got it this may yeah that makes i think that makes sense yeah and i actually and a lot of people say uh that that's the way you should approach life is Mm. that if you're not a hundred percent in you shouldn't be in at all i i i think now that i'm now that i've gotten older every time i go I I get a I have a birthday. I feel like I'm I'm reflecting. I'm just like I'm more wiser or something. Like I yeah. feel like I'm fucking Morgan Freeman going through <laughs> Gandhi or something. Yeah. Like with like quips and shit. Um, it's hilarious. But yeah, I just recently had a birthday. But like I did have a moment where I just sat there and I was just like, okay, cool. I'm I'm I have survived. 30 years and that's unbelievable are you 30 i'm 30 there's no fucking way you're 30 years old i know guys yeah you do not look 30 at all (laughs) i'm 31 i look like i'm 10 years older than you yeah you do (laughs) (laughs) yeah i saw that coming oh jesus yeah i just recently (laughs) had a birthday turned 30 and i don't have a problem whatsoever saying that yeah um because first of all I look great, but like, <laughs> no, no, no. But seriously, I uh, I appreciate being. I think probably my favorite thing about you, though, uh, is that you are very humble. Adrian <laughs> <laughs> Brandenburg is probably the most humble comedian. You're hilarious. <laughs> the, uh, is this my gun? Um, <laughs> no, thank you. Uh, no, <laughs> no. I'm just. I mean, I'm just poking fun at you. Yeah, I know. No, it's just, I just love, I love living, like, and I'm starting to, like, I I, uh, I definitely wrote goals just, like, for 2018, but I also, I write goals every day, and for, you yeah. know, for a task, for me to, to get through every day, uh, or for the week, through the month, or whatnot, um, and one of my goals is just to be more present, mm. and I've... I'm really taking advantage of just like sitting in that moment and taking a little bit more time and not rushing and listening more than actually speaking. Mm. And so, um, this new, this new year around the sun, uh, it's, I don't know. I'm, I'm fucking enjoying this man. Even though this is the scariest shit I've ever done in my life. Yeah. I wouldn't want, I wouldn't have it any other way. Well, it's it's very exciting because like, um, you know, somebody once told me, uh, Mm. they were like, excitement is the combination of fear and joy. Yeah. And you're like, that's such a cool place to be in though. Yeah. Because that's what, that's like what surprises and like comedy like are all about. It's like, this is something that, um, somebody once told me that the, the essence of comedy is the game peekaboo where you, when you're a baby, your whole world is like, if you're 
mother covers your eyes up, mm-hmm. you're like, my mom's gone. Yeah. And then she pulls her hands away and she's like, yeah, I'm right here. It's me. It's your mom. I like, fucking hate peekaboo too. <laughs> I'm so easily frightened. I'm so easily frazzled and scared. Yeah. See, uh. this. here's what's interesting about that. I, I don't know you that well, but I know you well enough to know that every time I've ever... My impression of you is that you're just a very cool cat. Yeah. Like, you're just very, like, yeah. I'm on top of this shit. I appreciate that. Stuff is, like, not a big deal. Yeah. Like, it's whatever. Like, you even reached out to me, like, weeks ahead of time because you're doing your one-woman show, which is ostensibly what I want to talk to you about on this episode. Yeah, absolutely. Um, But you reached out to me, like, weeks ahead of time. We're like, hey, can you come do video yeah. at my one-woman show at I.O.? And yeah. I was the first, like... Totally, yeah. Whatever you, hundred percent. I'd yeah. love to support you. The second is, I was like at I/O. Like that's kind of impressive. Like I mean, I, oh, I, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was just kidding. No, 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 no. <laughs> that's so funny. Uh, but then the third thing is, I was like, this is like weeks in advance. I was like, this is at least two weeks out, two yeah. and a half weeks out. Yeah. I was like, that's kind of impressive. I mean, honestly, th- that's short notice for me. That's short notice for me. Um, I like, like I said, I like everything planned out. Like, even though, like, yeah, I probably would have hit you up a month from now and then two weeks. Got it. Out just to confirm. Yeah. Um, but that's just how I am. I, uh, I'm man, I'm just blessed, baby. Yeah. That's just what it is. Well, let me. I want to back up yeah. a little bit because I would do. I want to talk about your woman woman show in a minute, but I want to talk about. So you did. You tried comedy, um, sure, and then you took it. Basically, took a year of kind of like messing around with it before you were like, okay, this is something I actually want to get into. Yes. But what was the thing that caused you to want to get into doing stand up? And what was the thing Initially. that? Yeah. And what was the thing then? That led you to go, okay, I'm going to now put more time into this and make it a focus. So I was at work. Um, so before I even, before I, before I decided to work at this particular company, mm-hmm. I was in college and I majored in, initially I majored in marketing. Mm-hmm. Majored in marketing, business marketing. You know, I, I had my life planned out. This is what I want to do. I, I I wanted to work for Carol Burnett. I, I oh, wanted really? to do, Yeah. I won't, uh, like I had everything planned out, Got but it. then I think I was like in my third year, right before second or third year, right before I had had to actually declare my major, mm-hmm. and I was in um, microeconomics. Only reason why I know this is because I had an epiphany. I was with my friend sitting right next to me, and I was like, "I don't want to do this. This is not. This is not. This is not fun for me. Interesting. I'm not happy. Okay. I'm." Plan. I'm. I'm pretty much going along with this plan that my family, or what I think my family wants me okay. to do. Uh, I'm the first college graduate in my family, so I just, I just felt a lot of pressure uh, in my life. And then, so I was always the class clown. I was always a class clown. I was yeah. actually class clown uh, in high school. Yeah, you were Col- voted like class clown in your senior class. Voted or senior class clown oh, in college. So cool. I hosted a couple like small events or whatever so it just came natural just speaking in front of large people yeah but um maybe two to three years into my actual job my corporate job i was like i'm bored i'm bored with life i'm bored with life right now this is this is getting really redundant yeah i need to do something went online i started volunteering Uh uh and then i i found an internship at a comedy club Real. And, and that was the that, that was, was the comedy at, bar. Got it. Which had a few years ago probably only just opened for a little while. So I actually interned at the comedy bar 
when they were at a nightclub. Got it. So okay. this was before they went to this particular Geno's East place. Yeah. So they were actually at another place. Got it. So I interned there for about a for about three months, and then they asked me to actually come aboard and work with them. Got it. So I worked with them for about a year. So just to outline this for everybody listening to the podcast, sure. the Comedy Bar is a comedy club in Chicago. Yes. Downtown. Uh, and there's a number of different people who intern from them from mm-hmm. time to time. Yes. But it's uh, something that they do is like crank through interns, and mm-hmm. then they bring some of them on, and it sounds like you were brought on. Yes. I was brought on to be not only work the, the front, but like to be an assistant manager, so I like ran some shows. Yeah, everybody like just—they're just delegating you the important tasks, man. Yeah. <laughs> they're not just bringing you on; they're making you the manager. I like, mean, but that's everyone—it wasn't really manager position, but like that's it. the title that they gave. Okay, me. got it. Okay. I mean, you could anybody could be a fucking manager. Sure. I mean, when it comes down to it, you're just like, hey, go sit here. Yeah, enjoy <laughs> your show. That's that's pretty much what it came down to. You know what I mean? So, uh, but, but yeah. I, I love. Hold on, let me say this too. Go ahead. I love that. I want to draw this out for the listeners too. Is that Please. like so? You, um, you had a total. You were set up basically. Oh, I was good to go. You could have coasted. Like basically, I, I you could've. had a, you had a good job. You had a degree. Yeah, um, they were get, they were getting ready to pay for my. I was going to go back for my master's, get my MBA. Uh, I was I was on my way. Yeah, you were totally set up. But the thing that I dig about this story is that you also felt like, okay, something's missing, and I don't really know what it is, but I don't feel really engaged, and I don't really want to continue mm-hmm. this track because mm-hmm. I know it's not going to get fulfilled in what is, whatever is happening there. Oh, I, I definitely felt like something was missing. So you just started trying out. But the thing that I dig is like there's a lot of people, and maybe people even listening to the podcast, who they stop there. Mm. Like they, they're just like, I don't know what to do. And then they just exist. Mm. And they, and they start, they, they think a relationship is going to solve their problem. Yeah. Or they, you know, they get really into religion and they join Scientology. Okay. Or like, I mean, I'm, I'm, I know you're giving reference <laughs> examples. I, I'm sorry. <laughs> if, if my response. <laughs> okay, Brendan. <laughs> <laughs> but you started experimenting. You started mm-hmm. doing all these other things. You're like, I'm going to volunteer. I'm yes. going to do, I'm going to try out stand-up, which yep. I've thought about. I'm yep. going to try to get into this internship program, basically. Pretty like, much. And that's ho- and, and poking around, you've ended up finding the space then. Yes. And you know what? can honestly say I knew I was going to go into comedy or mm. entertainment business because uh, I'm my, my background, before I went to college, my background is art. So I paint... I'm a fine art painting. I like painting um, portraits, landscapes. And I um, sketch all the time. I doodle, stuff like that. But I took a break. Uh. I took a break from that. And I I pretty much, I felt like my body was just like, uh, go back to your calling. This is what you do. Go back to the arts. Some creative outlet. Yeah, I did um, video production, uh, media production. So, yeah, I I was always that creative uh, kid. But I just didn't. You know what it was? I, I wanted to... A silence. I wanted to silence my creativity because what I was told it was you couldn't make a living out of fun. You know what I mean? Yeah, out of yeah. out of the arts, you couldn't yeah. make a real living out of that. Well, and especially for someone who's first generation to go to college, yeah, like you're, you see a pathway to financial success, and Correct. that pathway looks like 
numbers and business figures and yeah and what are my skills and what can i write on my resume and what can like and you can do you know sketches and it's like how does that make how did that monetize (laughs) yeah exactly that's like fourth generation like go to college you know what I mean? Like, they're they're <laughs> the last of the time. Yeah, I mean? exactly. Yeah, <laughs> that's so funny. Yeah, it it really is funny uh, because now I I have three younger brothers and my cousins, my younger cousins, uh, they're all in college and they're graduating and whatnot. But like, it's just so funny because everything is now turned around. Like my one of my younger brothers, he's he's an accountant, super successful. Everyone, you know, they expected me to make the big bucks, and I'm just like. Mom, can I get some more <laughs> money, please? <laughs> you're like turning around to your brothers and you're like, it's up to you guys now. <laughs> right. You know, yeah, I, you know, I told that I told my mother the same thing about ch- grandchildren. Yeah. Because I'm the only girl. Uh, and I was just like, hey, you're going to get all your grandbabies from your sons. <laughs> like, that's just I. But I've been preaching that since I was like, in, this is in so funny because my my mother wants to be a grandmother so bad. And I'm just like, Why, it's not going to happen anytime soon, but, mom. But, but, but <laughs> I understand like the empty nest syndrome. I understand that. But yeah. like. You wasn't really feeling me when I was in the yeah, house. Yeah, what so the yeah, what? Right? If anything, you were <laughs> you wanted to kick my ass out as soon as po- my mother my mother had an she found an excuse. Well, she attempted to find an excuse to try to kick me out. Yeah. Like, oh, you don't you you don't like my food that I have here? <laughs> oh, well, you know the door. You Why can don't see you get yourself the fuck out of this yeah, house. You can yeah. see yourself at the door once is, you turn 18. Oh you know, I am done with the responsibilities. Oh, but now she's so just funny. like now she's she's worrying about like so how's what's going on in your love department there's no kids coming okay no kids coming this way buddy Calm yeah down. sorry mom yeah it's, it's, it's just to... so it's so funny oh man that's yeah. that's how they are though that's how yeah. parents are and it's weird because you're like you turn me into this like i don't understand why you're mad about that's this just i said you did this to me okay you wanted me to focus on my myself and my career I am. <laughs> you just didn't think it was going to go to this direction. <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> you didn't know it was going to go this long. Okay. <laughs> she knows that I'm a quitter. Okay. That's, so. <laughs> oh, man. That's so funny. Yeah. It, it pretty, it really is. Hi, mom. If you're. <laughs> she's probably going to, she's going to comment on this. <laughs> My mother is, she's, she's become very supportive of me, which is, uh, I, I it's very, impressive because i i can say the least because i know a lot of people that their family they're just like oh this is a hobby yeah and that's you exactly continue it's on so funny this? i was talking with ron about that yeah uh, because it's very weird that like my family and i've like lot i've got like i've like broken up with like women over this who i've dated is that they they're like <laughs> uh you know oh y- what's you know this comedy hobby is great and i'm yeah. like it's not a hobby no and they're like well how much money have you made doing it and you're like okay you don't get this like yeah, it's a, there's you a, don't there cuz you're you were ta- you were mentioning this creative outlet and it's like there's a part of yourself that's like i y- you i'm he- it's like if it was to speak to you it was mm. going to it would say something like i'm here and you can't do anything about it pretty much and if you don't let me have some reign over some area of your life I'm gonna make you feel that inside. <laughs> I, you know, it was bound to happen. Yeah, it was just when was I gonna actually answer the call, the phone call? Like that, it, that's interesting. That's you know, I started this. I started comedy fairly late from what normal, you know, people, I, I guess, in our s- industry, 
uh, would say is uh, regular or average. Yeah. I started later. Most people are like early 20s. Early 20s. I started in my late 20s. Started mm. in my late 20s. Um, and, I, you know, I question whether or not I really wanted to do this because. Yeah. This isn't this isn't what a twenty six year old twenty seven year old you're you're looking to establish yeah. a family and yeah especially a woman I would say yeah, is like you have absolutely. you probably like you were just saying your mother's like this and those are not like we're laughing about it but those are real pressures those are real pressures that I was that was presented to me you know at that time but at the same time like I'm tired of living for like I I honestly decided like I'm tired of living my life for someone else yeah. And even though it wasn't deliberate and like malicious, I, I I didn't listen to my family or friends and and I just went with this because no one else, nobody in my fa- nobody in my friends in the group of friends, uh, they even believed that I was taking it serious. But because you know, you, you, around your friends, you're funny. People are funny. You yeah. know, we make jokes and yeah, you know, we. But there's a weird level of hu- almost hubris to yeah, saying like, okay, absolutely. I'm going to go try to do this professionally now. Yeah. And people are like, oh, you think you're so funny yeah. that you can do this in front of a crowd. Absolutely. Or it's very weird because like uh, the social group that I'm uh, friends with through mm-hmm. Gloria, my girlfriend, like mm-hmm. they, they've come out and seen shows and stuff. Mm-hmm. But like at parties, they, they, like they've seen shows and uh, they've seen me at parties and they're kind of like, Brennan's like not, like you can be funny, but like they're, right. they kind of expect you to be funny like all the time. All the, they want you to be on all the time. They yeah. want you to be the the life of the party, yeah. you know, all the time. And majority of the time, I'm not. You know what I mean? <laughs> if anything, I love being home and not. I'm like, I'm a fucking aloof. Like I'm a recluse <laughs> person. I don't, I don't want to be around people not yeah. until I initiate that interaction you know i but i enjoy i enjoy being on center stage at times yeah but you know i prefer now especially just being by myself chilling out yeah chilling the fuck out i enjoy like it's weird because these are all questions that you also have to answer yourself like when you're thinking about doing comedy Mm -hmm. or or getting into it Mm -hmm. because like uh, i can imagine you were probably like like you just said like is this something that i want to do like how much do i want to do this like you you had to answer okay am i funny all the time am i what's the deal here absolutely because i feel like people who don't and this is i think maybe um rep like a a problem that only really occurs i think with comedians who are like in their mid or later 20s who are getting into it because like people who are earlier like i'm a comedian i'm the best i'm the funniest i'm the greatest i'm yeah and then they burn out or something pretty much because they're kind of like holy shit i'm 24 years old i don't have a college degree i'm not making any money what am i doing yeah but like you're having a career and you're like okay how much do i really want to go into this Mm -hmm. even though i feel like it's speaking to Mm -hmm. me in a lot of ways that's almost a a more that's a more difficult uh i think so because it's just you know you know, I'm grateful that I don't have any kids or am I, I'm not married. Yeah. You know, I don't have any real responsibilities. Mm. So outside of taking care of myself, which is a really big responsibility, <laughs> making sure I'm still alive. Yeah, I mean, that's true. And well, you know, outside of that, I don't have any anyone counting on me for anything. So, yes, that I, I thought that was a very... It was it was it was it was a very scary moment and decision that I honestly didn't make for myself. Mm. You know, uh, my job laid me off and was like, "Well, yeah, this but is you, your Kickstarter." But you had to make that decision mm-hmm. two years ago or two right. and a half years yes, ago. Yes, yes. And so you decided comedy was for you. Like, what was the thing that got um, you into that space? You know, you you can attest to this. 
you get to that point where regardless if you bomb or if you like destroy like seriously destroy a stage because i know people people might say that they destroy a stage and then you come off and then there are comedians like uh no you <laughs> you you did the opposite you know, <laughs> you know what i mean but no uh regardless of the two you just become obsessed mm. you know you want that feeling regardless if it's an, if it's negative or positive if anything i prefer to bomb like i know that's that's weird to hear but yeah. i prefer to bomb because i feel like i i get more out of bombing yeah than than quote unquote killing yeah i i, I you like that more. feedback yeah Th- that is the one thing that you cannot fake yeah okay that's you can so true f- you can fake killing you can fake you someone will well, yeah. ha ha, fake laugh and <laughs> give you the chuckles all day. But if you're nowhere near that, yeah. boy, that yeah, silence they're not, they're is not gonna. That silence is palpable. It's like fuck really, a boo, fuck a boo. <laughs> give me some, <laughs> give me that silence to make me really kill myself. That's so funny, you know? Yeah, even a boo is like uh, you can work with, but people who just re- withdraw and just give you indifference yeah. is like it's painful. Whew. And like it's funny, I was talking to Brendan Gay about this recently because mm-hmm. he was on the podcast, and mm-hmm. I was talking about his his going around the country. Yeah, shout and out like, to Brendan Gay. We did we did a show uh, at <laughs> Hamburger Mary's. Oh yeah, and he got into almost got into a fight. Really? Yeah. Which it, which one? Oak Park or Oak Park? Oh shit! I'm surprised he he's because he's he was sharing. He posted the the story on Facebook a couple times, and I was oh, just wow. like, you know what? Unfollow. <laughs> 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 I was like, yeah, yeah you tell I'm your story, Brendan, <laughs> yeah, but yeah. I'm gonna unfollow. When did you. that happen? Um, oh man, it mu- it must have been like maybe three, three, four months ago. Oh wow! I think he came back. Yeah, this he was, was probably back his second. For a while. Yeah, for like a little October, while. I think. Yeah, that. Yeah, he he headlined. Did did great, but like it was a small group, and it was a bunch of bros in the beginning in the oh, front. Yeah. And he just he, he there's something about Brendan too that like as nice of a guy as he is, oh he has a he has a a very like he's he's such a nice guy but mm. for the right kind of like bro it just it's just the t- energy just flips yeah excuse my French but he'll turn that nigga on you okay <laughs> uh, in a heartbeat yeah if you were questioning whether or not if this was a brother yeah exactly or a beige. <laughs> Brad Pitt is he a Hawaiian a, Mexican or a half black dude? Yeah, <laughs> no, he's boy, an all black dude no, right now. He was. A, I was like, <laughs> Brendan, my word! <laughs> I clutched my fake pearls, imaginary pearls. I was like, oh my word, sir! Where did this come from? Well, I, I do tell. Right. I do declare. Right. <laughs> oh my god, that's so hilarious. Funny. <laughs> I was just like, who are you and where have you come from? Oh my god, he Adrian, went the Hulk. So funny. He went Hulk. Like it was crazy. And I was like, bro, you know, <laughs> there's about ten of us in here. That's good. But at the same time, I was like, I got your back, bro. All right. <laughs> I got your back. What they I, gonna do? <laughs> it's just. <laughs> Oh my God, bros must be terrified of you too. By the way, 
Um, you're like you're like a tall woman. You're, you're the you're the kind of woman who, if like a fight broke out at a um, at like a at like a nightclub or something, like a barley corn. Yeah, that's exact, right over here. Exactly. Yeah. Like you'd be the police would bust in and you'd be standing over three or four people. Like they'd be on the ground already. You'd be like, I got this. Right. Like, I'd be like, Come on over here, guys. Let me let me tell you. Let me debrief what happened here. Come over here. Oh my gosh. Um, I, you know, did I date a bro? <laughs> I don't. I wouldn't consider him a bro. He's like an anti-bro. But who? Who? What, what was that? Wait, hold on. What was that experience like? Why did you? Why were you not sure about it for a second? Uh, because he's, I, cause he 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 had a point to tell me that he wasn't a bro and he hated <laughs> those bros. But he had bro tendencies. First of all, he was Dutch. Oh and wow, like, Dutch proper. Yeah, he was Dutch. I want to say Dutch proper. Well, his family is from Dutch proper his family is dutch in like i want to say sweden like he's the he's as white as they get oh my god blonde like blonde <laughs> hair blue eyes you would this is exactly true you would date like a viking looking <laughs> white dude that's exactly true i you know i i like you would, the two of you would be on the cover of a fucking magazine First or something of all, he, you of all people should know i don't date short men <laughs> So Ad- what Adrian is referring to is that for, for the better part of like a year, every time I spoke with or saw or 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 even commented on Facebook, absolutely, I would say, Adrian, do you want to marry me? <laughs> and she would be like, I don't date dudes under six foot. Yeah, it's you, it's actually six two. But but listen, <laughs> no, but listen here. You know, after that whole year, it comes on like, my motherfucking <laughs> podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I I actually got a couple messages from friends that were like, "Yo, screenshot your messages and was like, what's going on with this to, dude? Do you need me to <laughs> do you need me to handle this? Like what what's going on with this?" So, here's what's funny about that's hilarious by yeah, the way. Yeah. But here's what's funny about that. I would get messages from people who were like like mike like mike robinson yeah he was like dude i don't know if you should be i think like you're freaking adrian out and i'm like i think we both know this is a joke yeah like, yeah <laughs> mike mike michael definitely has hit me up a couple times oh, and like text so me he's like bro you good like you need, <laughs> you need i was like first of all michael <laughs> is about first of all i'm six inches <laughs> taller than brendan <laughs> If anything happened, I would beat the shit out I'm of him. I'm okay. <laughs> like it was, it was so funny that year. That was, it, it was so funny. Oh man, that's I had funny. a blast and I loved it because, but no one thought it was a joke. Everyone thought you were serious, <laughs> and I was like, no. I love is- that. Like nobody. It's so weird too because I feel like they were all. There were probably a bunch of comics who know me well enough to know that. I'm not. I'm trying to be funny, but like maybe I don't come off that way. I don't know. <laughs> maybe you're not funny. <laughs> I don't. What? Maybe I'm not. Funny. What? Yeah. <laughs> Pardon me. Know no, that I'm joking or whatever. No, but. yeah, you're hilarious. Um, oh man, that's yeah. Funny. That was a very. Oh my god, that was so funny. Like I actually found like got to know like some really good friends. I was like, oh my god, you guys are really my my people because you because <laughs> you think I'm being threatened. You really right think now. I'm yeah. being threatened right now? Oh that's, man, look, look at this is how I end up a Me Too story. Oh like, my god. <laughs> Oh, that comedy yeah. is not a safe space. <laughs> Send you a whole oh, diatribe man. on this day. Oh man, of <laughs> that's too funny. Nine forty p.m. When I was at <laughs> an open mic, this gentleman came up to me. <laughs> oh man, I'm just kidding. Um, well, hey, all right. So here's what I want to get into. Then, sure, let's get into I it. I want to talk about uh, how you got involved with BAPS, and I want to get uh, hear about your one woman show. It's um, a two-woman show, but yeah. Oh, is it? Yeah. Okay. But it is one woman that it will 
I will be speaking about it. Okay. Me. Because <laughs> she, she actually isn't on any social media at all. Yeah. So it's just me promoting this. She's like sending out our flyer like individually via oh, text. Wow. Okay. And I was like, that's not going to get anywhere. But <laughs> I, no, it, it will. She, she has a really big following. But BAPS. So about two years ago. Yeah. Almost two years. So, so mention what BAPS is first for everybody. BAPS. It's it's actually Babs comedy. I don't want to get sued by Robert Townsend, uh, but yeah. <laughs> Babs, if you guys are familiar or not, is a movie that Robert Town one of the first films that Robert Townsend um, filmed with, uh, starring Halle Berry and another woman that is I'm missing her name for some reason. But Babs comedy is a show. It's a play off that movie Got where it. we. Uh, BAPS actually means beautiful and powerful sisters. And so Got it's a it. variety show where we showcase and highlight uh, black and brown women, women of color, artists, performers, as well as businesses. So mm. we just we just implemented that new element. And um, each month we feature and highlight a business that's owned by a woman of color. So that's so cool. Yeah, we we've um, we're getting we're getting some some good looks. Uh, we just recently um had an article from the huffington pulse what uh yeah they reached out and um went to our show and then uh if you it might be still up there if you look up baps but yeah they wrote a nice little piece about us um featuring uh speaking about our next show at steppenwolf because we just recently did a show at steppenwolf over there yeah, we did it. Which is, uh, for anybody listening not from Chicago, is a famous theater here in Chicago. Yeah, they reached out to us um, and asked us to pretty much do our show Just on their straight. stage. That's yeah. so cool. They pretty much was like, hey, so we want to pay you to do your stuff yeah. in this venue. And we're we like, yeah, we're actually going back in May. So That's they want so us cool. back. So, yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's a variety show. It's uh, me... Jillian E. Banks and another Adrian. There's another Adrian, Mm -hmm. Adrian Brown. And so about two years ago, Jillian and I, we were showcased on a show together. Mm. And that particular show was the only show, first show that I was featured with another person of color, Mm. a woman at that. And I was just like, I got to know who this person is. Who the hell is this person? I got to, I just want to shout out Mona. Um, a Burmishan. Yeah. I always fuck up her, her a last name. A Burmishan. A Burmishan. Um, but yeah, she she booked us. We we exchanged information, and so a couple weeks after that, we came together at a coffee shop and was like, "Hey, why don't we just do a show for us? Like, not f- not perform for us, but let's let's run a show, produce a show that." We want to see our yeah. faces and and more representation of performers and artists and creatives, um, and have a platform for them to pretty much explore whatever they want to do. Have a safe space. Yeah, I that's so cool. And when I saw the show, I was yeah, super impressed. You did you did film? Yeah, I did the video. I did video for it, um, and uh, and I was really impressed because you guys are so talented. Oh, thank you. And it was cool because it was like different from it was a variety show yes. in the true sense in that like there was just a lot of di- there was something for everybody. And there was like storytelling, there was you guys had like vignettes, you had yes. stand up, you had you guys were singing, all of you have lovely voices. Oh. I'm so super not musically talented <laughs> no. that I'm very impressed with anybody who can do any of that. <laughs> um 
and I just was I was I really thought it was really cool, and it's it's cool to hear that you know that Steppenwolf is interested in you guys continuing with them. Yes, because I thought it was it was a very unique show. I I you know my whole thing or my my goal was to to produce a show not for me. Like I didn't want to I didn't want to do any time whatsoever outside mm. of our sketches that we do up top and probably and sometimes at the end but outside of that we just wanted a space for because there's so there's so much talent out in chicago there's so much talent in chicago and we recently um traveled to la and uh, wisconsin as well and um we're doing a, a few more uh, travel trips or whatnot and we're reaching out to artists in those areas you guys gotta go to detroit oh oh yeah yeah, I um I I know a, a number of people in Detroit too. But yeah, we're we're trying to make we're trying to do a little bit more traveling or whatnot. But yeah, the whole goal is to showcase and have a space for women of color to just do their thing. So um our our I believe our next show is yeah, it is January 21st. So yeah. that's coming up pretty soon. I don't know if this is going to be out. I don't know if uh, I did it. This will be, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll release this before that. <clears throat> okay, cool. Yeah. I, I guess I should have asked beforehand. That's fine. It's not a big deal. Okay, cool. Um, but yeah. I think this is really cool because what I think the subtext of what you're saying too is like you, you know, you met Jillian, who's also very talented and yes. very funny. Yeah. Um, and you guys connected over wanting to create something in the world and Absolutely. something that you saw that there wasn't an outlet for yeah. already. At that time. Yeah. yeah. At that time. Because now there, there, are, there are definitely more showcases that's popping out right now that features or that, that really accents um, women of color. And so, because yeah. like there's a show like Las Locas and there's a couple other uh, shows that really feature women of color, which honestly, that's all we wanted. I, yeah. I'm glad to see so many more shows that that's being produced. But at that time, yeah, there was really not anything. Oh my god, there there was none. Yeah, there was none. And so I'm just happy to see that you know we're kicking ass out here. Well, I just think that's so cool because like um, you were looking to add value in Absolutely. a space that didn't have any because mm-hmm. there was a there was a dearth of shows that featured women of color. And I think that's so cool because if somebody listening to this podcast is like wondering what to do, like something, a, a lot of Cora, a lot of people on Cora who I talked with, sure, always trying to figure out like what do I do to, what's the next thing or what can I do to try and like I'm looking for a project and like a good way is just look for an opportunity where you see something missing and sure. you can create something in that space. And you guys did and it's cool that you're expanding it and it's, it's like it's a testament to how I think well it's working that not only did you take it to LA but you're taking it to or you took it to Wisconsin and now there's other places you could go to. Absolutely. And like and and people on on higher or I don't want to say higher spheres but in in larger spheres yeah. like the Huffington Post and Steppenwolf are interested in what you guys are doing. That's that's not nothing. That's really cool. Yeah, I um uh, I'm I'm proud of of the work that we've done and we have so much more work to do. Mm. But when I hear I, like we have some pretty loyal fans, audience members yeah. that come in and this particular one came up to me and she's probably been to all of our our shows and we've moved um maybe to three different theaters. So this will be our third theater at IO. Wow. And so she's she came up to me one show and was just like, I just wanna let you know, like I come here every 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 show because there isn't any show like this and i need an outlet for me to just 
be okay just to watch my my face people like me on stage so yeah. this is this is refreshing and i was just like oh, okay um <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how do you take that yeah. i don't know it kind of <laughs> threw me off someone yeah someone that's like such a heartfelt like yeah, i was just like cool this isn't bro. just a cool show this is meaningful to me oh my god yeah. and i was just like this helps I, me be myself yeah and she was just like you gotta keep doing this yeah. okay thank you lady <laughs> I, yeah and it was just weird because you know i, I you know i want to be courteous and nice and be like oh my god thank you so much and yeah. i you know i recently started to make a point to actually introduce myself to people that i've seen especially at our show they make it a point to come to all of our shows all the time i'm like okay i i see your face like you you know who we are but yeah, i don't yeah. know who you are so yeah. i need to know who you are that's so cool though that yeah. you have like real fans yeah that's kind of scary too but but yeah it is cool I, you have to remind yourself as a performer this is what this is the end result to what your work yeah. that you're doing. Right it's not now. just in an echo chamber. No, it's not. People really like your shit, and yeah. they're showing up because they want more of it. And yeah, it's like when when uh, <laughs> and I'm not trying to be boasting or conceited <laughs> sure. at all. But I was on the train with a friend, and someone came up to me deliberately, like yeah. made it a point to go come across the train, yeah. and come up to me and go. Oh my God, you're Adrian, right? And you're then the, like you're the you're the Adrian Brandenburg <laughs> from the Baps, right? A, co- my, a variety show. And my friend <laughs> was like on the train, looked at me like, "Bitch, who are you? <laughs> this this bitch? You're fanning over this bitch? What?" I was like, "Yeah, oh, that's so that's funny. Me. <laughs> yeah, that's me. What do you want?" She's like, "Oh my God, I just want to say you are so funny." Blah blah blah. I'm like, "Okay, thank you. That's amazing. Yeah." That's so, so cool. I was in what this is the one story that I have that's like that a little uh, bit. Okay. Is that I was in a in a, I was in a featured extra in a movie that was filmed in this tiny town called Manistee, Michigan. Oh. Which is where my parents live. Okay. And I'm sorry uh, to hear that. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm just they love it. There's a tiny brewery. It's right on the Lake Michigan on the Manistee I didn't know River. I'm from Michigan. My wow. dad can. Yeah, I'm from the Detroit area. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. That I makes grew sense. up in kind of like uh, Canton, Southfield, sort of like just okay. uh, just around there. Okay, dope. So, um, yeah, it's uh, but anyway, I it's funny. I was in this t- in this movie featured in this like tiny town, and mm-hmm. I'm and you can see my face in the movie. Like it's I'm like right there in a bunch nice. of scenes. And so if I go back to see my parents every once in a while, and the town is small enough that like everybody's seen this movie, uh, so I'll go into like a place and they're like, "Oh my God, you're the guy from you're the." <laughs> You're the, you know, the surgeon in the movie. You're the guy in the background. And I'm like, yeah, that's me. Like, <laughs> it's so ridiculous. Yeah. I, yeah. That well, that's just very exciting. Yeah. Um, so talk about, uh, we're going to run up on time here oh, yeah, a little sure. bit. But yeah, talk about your uh, your two-woman show. Yeah, uh, dope. Uh, definitely. So January 29th, uh, that's a Monday. We, we meaning Lily. Wonderful, funny comedian, Lily Mason. She is a performer. She's actually an instructor at Second City. She, Holy moly. Yeah, she works at BizCo as well for Second City. So she's out here just killing it in the, in the streets. Yeah. But her birthday uh, is also in January. January 3rd, she recently had a birthday as well. So we, as Capricorns, we just came together <laughs> and was like, you want to do a, a birthday show? Yeah. And like, you guys are doing a birthday show. Sure. I've never done this before. I've never done a two-woman show because, first of all, I'm lazy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I love doing stand-up, but, like, like 
I had to work and I'm still working my ass off for this. Like we're writing sketches every fucking day. It's so it's terrible. It's terrible, <laughs> but like I, I like so I'm you trying guys to get doing better. like a sketch show. Is that what it's this gonna is, be basically? So we're we're gonna do a mixture. It's a it's a gumbo full uh stew, I should say. Uh we're doing some stand up yeah. in between our sketches. We're gonna have a jingle up top. I'm oh, gonna that's be great. Be doing a a dumbass j- <laughs> a dumbass jingle. Uh, no, but it's it's gonna be pretty funny. Um, it's pretty much so. The, it's called side eye and a smile. Side eye and a smile. Side okay. eye and a smile. So it's pretty much self um, evaluation, observation to this foolery fuck shit world that's yeah. going on. Yeah, and that sounds great. Yeah, and at your, th- I mean, like, and and at your like your thirtieth birthday, this is like a perfect. This oh. is like reflection, and it's exactly. Like, all of this theme like makes so much sense. It it it's all coming together, man. I did this on purpose. I told you, <laughs> this is a grand, Adrian's grand plan. gesture. <laughs> yeah, this absolutely. Is, it's so true, though. You're. I like that you're this planned out. I am. I have to force myself to have any kind of plan at all. Hey, even not having a plan is a plan itself. I guess so. Yeah, that's true. I plan out. A great time to way bullshit. to great way to checkmate me into. <laughs> <laughs> that. I'm just saying I I I it's yeah it's kind of scary what I do cuz yeah. I plan out times where I'm just a bullshit. <laughs> You're <laughs> like I need more time to just But that that makes sense. I mean even especially cuz you you're uh you're on purpose, so you need time to chill out and you go okay that's going to happen now at this time. Yeah, and when you find your purpose you you put more effort into actually doing good stuff. point so, so yeah. how are you so t- tell me about how you're writing these sketches or like how are you guys writing them together or like if it's like what's um what's so, the process right now so the process when we actually <clears throat> started out before we actually began writing we just had lunch together and was just chatting it out brainstorming things in our head of what's pissing us off what we're what we enjoy and then um i just made a note made notes of just like just put down some bullet points yeah. and stuff like that. And from there, I, uh, I had a list of topics that uh, after all of our meetings. I was that like, you knew you wanted to like write something on. Yep. And then from there, we put it in a drive and we wrote separately. And then we had a couple meetings together. Um, and decided it. on the uh, the sketches you're going to work out. Pretty much. So what can so give us an idea if, a, if someone's in Chicago and listening, what can they expect to get out of this show? If they come and see you, it, I, I think it's an overall um, idea. Like it, honestly, I feel like the show itself is is a side eye and a smile. That I, I love, I love the title on purpose because I feel like there are times where you're 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 talking to someone or you hear someone say something that you completely don't agree with uh-huh. whatsoever, but you want to be nice. Yeah. So you just smile <laughs> and just okay, oh, and, got it, and push them off, <laughs> yeah, or whatnot, blow them off, like this like your show. mother asking you about your what's going on in your love life. Absolutely. <laughs> so <clears throat> this show brings up topics of like um, healthcare, oh, obviously wow. politics. Yeah, um, we talk about like gun issues. There's all kinds of stuff moving dating. Around here. Yeah, yeah. Like, and then we also sprinkle sprinkle in like random ass stand up that transitions yeah. into um, a sketch somehow. Like we have 
this mother and daughter talking about the birds and the bees and stuff like that. Oh man, that's funny. Yeah. It's, it's honestly, it's just an overall good time. Like we, we've managed to, and it's a short show too. It's just an hour. Um, and cause it's two of us. I'm, it's kind of amazing honest. too. How, um, how, if someone's listening to this, how you can hear like an hour, man, that's like so much to write and do. But after you get into it, it's amazing how quickly oh my God. all of that time it moves through. It really isn't. Yeah. An hour is, is perfect for me because I don't like I don't want anyone to sit there and feel like they're just we're dragging along yeah. like I'm a very uh like even even our BAP show it's no longer than a, an hour 15 if it, and it goes quickly oh my god passes like by yeah so fast it's amazing how fast it goes by because I and it I think probably part of the reason you get people who come back a lot is because it you can it almost feels like it ends and you're like i there's there could yeah. be more of this yeah like, i don't want to i don't i don't want to take up too much of your time i w- i just want to yell at you real quick <laughs> on my agenda yeah on my diatribe and my yeah. paragraphs that you decided not to, unf- to you know decided to unfollow me on facebook and <laughs> and that's it that's this is amazing this is you love this the callback i love it because it's like that's not you don't rant on facebook you just rant in the chris farley theater and i yes know. yeah and your I, excuse is it's my birthday it's my birthday it's <laughs> <laughs> you have to listen it's my birthday oh you my agreed God, to so it funny. so yeah <laughs> that's hilarious well i'm looking forward to the show i think this will be really cool i'm um, i am too thank you so much for agreeing to do this and for agreeing to allow me to do your podcast as yeah, well of course yeah i was um yeah as soon as you asked me i was like oh man adrian would be such a good interview for the podcast and i was right this was a really good one and like just hearing how you you know worked through into stand-up and how you've kind of like moved on creatively and how you're, you're getting into professional acting and this is your life and like it's going to be really it. amazing to see where you are in like five or 10 years because Me like too. you're going to, you're probably going to be in, in either you're going to be here and doing every fucking show in the city or you're going to be in LA or New York doing a whole bunch of stuff. It's going to be really cool. Like speak on it. Yeah. And then uh, I'm going <laughs> to, and then I'll be reaching out to you being like, do you have any kind of <laughs> sleep on your couch? Cause I'm trying to do Absolutely. shows. I, I don't turn down anyone. <laughs> <laughs> I remember everyone. It's so funny because, like, even now, my friends are just like, "Don't forget about me." Yeah, I'm like, "Why would I forget about you if you decide to?" Yeah, if you were supportive, yeah, like, and you were cool. This is Dude, what like it I, doesn't matter. I yeah. mean, like Bill Bill Batiste moved to New York, absolutely, and he's crushing it. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's been on. Uh, he was on a show with Mike Acosta and mm-hmm. you know some other Daily Show guys on Friday. He, yeah. He kind of like quote unquote opened for Godfrey at like a show. Nice. And he's I talk with him every day. Like yeah. it's it's cool. It's yeah. it's a cool. You just stay in touch with people and try to be supportive and like all of that stuff. You yeah. know, do what you can, add value, all that. That's it. So anyway, I'm happy that you were able to do this. This is a really good podcast. Cool. Um, you're really making a lot of sense out of a really what is otherwise a completely insane like world to live in. Like <laughs> it's in t- totally in- incoherent. And you're making sense of it on stage. Kind of. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I hate giving people advice because I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. I'm just rolling with the punches. That's pretty much what I tell people. If somebody's like, what do you, like I have uh, people who report to me at my day job and they're like, what do you think I should do? And I'm like, I don't know, man. What do you think you should do? (laughs) (laughs) Well, let's do that and see if that works. Yeah, just try that out. (laughs) Trial and error, man. That's what life is. I like it because that's how you found comedy though. Hey man, that, that literally is that that's how life is that's just how it works stop trying to make something that it's not just keep if it doesn't work quit 
and do it and Try find something else. something else. That's so cool. Yeah. Well, Adrian Bannenberg, thank you so much for showing up. I will see you on the 29th. Yes. Uh, and meanwhile, the madness continues. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Take care. Bye.